giving people the voice to show that what's happening in Australia was not acceptable was probably the most powerful thing that we did. Really super exciting that on the 1st of January 2019, we no longer pay GST on our period products. And that's a big win for Australian women and I'm pretty proud of that. Welcome to Leading You. I'm your host, Julie Hyde, and in this space, we delve into the dynamic intersection of leadership and mindset. Join me as we uncover the essential tools and insights you need to sculpt your own success and lead a life you absolutely love. Rochelle Courtenay is Australia's pad lady determined to end poverty period poverty. Rochelle is the founder and managing director of Share the Dignity, a national charity founded in 2015 with the mission to ensure that everyone is afforded the dignity in life that so many of us take for granted. Rochelle has received accolades for her work, including finalist of Australian of the Year, Cosmopolitan Humanitarian of the Year and Pride of Australia. Welcome, Rochelle. It's so wonderful to chat to you. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here and have a chat. Absolutely. And we're talking about something today that still has so much embarrassment attached to it. It's like, oh, we shouldn't be talking about this, but in actual fact, we need to be talking about this. So I'm really excited to jump into our chat today. So how did you first learn of homeless women going without basic sanitary items? Yeah, look, back in 2015, I read an article that Mamma Mia had written about how there were 48,000 women who didn't have somewhere safe to call home. But what I read next completely changed me and actually changed Australia forever was that they were using socks and newspaper and wadded up toilet paper to deal with their period. And I thought, oh, my God, it was that moment. You know when you have a moment in your life and you're like, oh, no, that's not okay. In actual fact, when I Googled it, it wasn't the first article to be written. And I was like, how do you just jog on from reading something like that? And at that stage, my daughters were like 15 and 13. So it was, you know, I think I remember thinking, I don't ever want my girls to be reading about something like that and it still be a problem in 10 years' time. So that's how it started. And I actually had my own personal training business at that time and I'd asked all my clients, all females, between 30 and maybe 60, to bring me a packet of pads for every wine that they had in the month of March 2015. I know, I did okay. Like most of us, we indulge in way too many wines and try to exercise our bad diets, but some ladies would just bring me packets of pads and just say, don't count them, let's just start training. So it was really that thing which is my job to make sure that there isn't a person in Australia who doesn't know that the problem exists because there's not one of us who wouldn't go, oh, I'll give you a pad or I'll give you a tap, right? We're, it's a sisterhood code. Yeah, 100%. So, but what I love about that, your story, is that you decided to do something about it. It was like your personal mission to change it. So where did this tenacity come from? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't overanalyze myself. Um, I don't think I'm that fancy, right? All I did was surround myself with incredible people. So I've always played netball. I have always coached netball. So being a part of a team is such a big, important thing to me. 
I could never be a swimmer because you can't talk while you swim. So that counts me out. So yeah, so for me, it was around about, again, go back to, I don't believe that there's a person in Australia who wouldn't be empathetic to hearing that someone's using socks or newspaper. And I just needed to surround myself and tell as many people and just start that momentum. And I, and I think if it was 10 years earlier, Share the Dignity wouldn't exist because what would I have done, taken an ad out on the front page of a paper? Social media now has this beautiful mechanism that allows us to create that kindness message and allow it to, you know, you can see a picture of or a video of somebody helping someone and it'll go viral. Now that has an impact on all of our lives, right? That never existed before. And so that for that I'm really grateful. Yeah. I know that that answers your question, but I <laughs> I think it's really about just always knowing that you can have a bigger impact when you do things together. Together we are so much stronger, right? So, yeah, absolutely. I still think it does just take that one person to go, no, I'm doing this and to rally the troops. So there's obviously something in you who is that natural born leader, which I believe actually happens. I think some of us are just born to lead and born to make that difference. So obviously you're really good at rallying the troops and getting people to follow you and um, to listen to your message, which I think is awesome. So can you tell us about some of the difference that you have made for women in need? Yeah, look, I will start with the fact that we've now collected 4.4 million packets of period products. So our collection boxes go out in March and August every year. So you will find them in every Woolworths store, but we'll also find them in about another thousand other collection points. So places like Chemist, Firmwood gyms, MPs, offices, hairdressing salons, every single one of them is so important because they're sharing their dignity. They're making sure that there isn't a person who doesn't know about the problem, right? Because it's easy to, to pick up an extra packet of pads or tampons and donate them. So that's what we do. Then we also were really instrumental in um, removing the GST on period products back in 2019. So that was a campaign that I can tell you that was a force. That was a Rochelle who was just absolutely shocked that our government allowed that to happen for as long as it did. But until we had equal representation of women sitting around the table, we were never going to get a different answer, right? And giving people the voice to show that what's happening in Australia was not acceptable was probably the most powerful thing that we did. It wasn't just me and it wasn't our team and it wasn't just our volunteers. It was, here is a letter that we're asking every single Australian to send to their local MP and to our um, federal minister for health and our leader and everybody because we can't be ignored. And that's because our prime minister at that stage said, oh, thanks, Rochelle, for bringing that up. I've heard no noise about the removal of GST on period products. And I was like, I call bullshit because for 20 years we've had change.org petitions over and over and over again where hundreds and thousands of women would sign it, but then there was nothing right? So we filed a federal petition and that federal petition had to have 100,000 signatures in 30 days for it to be heard in the government, in parliament. And we also picked our timing. It was an election year. So it was, I was looking for bipartisan support. Greens came on very early. Labor then came on and said, if we win the election, we will absolutely remove the GST. And I was like, that's not good enough. That's great from both of you, but I want bipartisan support. I don't want this to be a promise on an election. So really super exciting that on the 1st of January 2019, we no longer pay GST on our period products. And that, you know, that's a big win for Australian women. And 
I'm pretty proud of that. Absolutely. And you also do the drive every, it's November for Bunnings too, don't you? That's my favourite baby. Yeah, it's in the bag is where we ask everyday Australians to give a handbag and fill it with life's essentials. So things like shampoo, conditioner, toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant, soap, then period products, then anything else you put in your bag is completely up to your bag size, your imagination and your budget. So we've just finished that drive the last two weeks in November and we're just see the most beautiful things go into the bags. It's in the bag to me is kindness on steroids. It's just like it touches so many people. For anyone who's put together a bag, it feels so damn good. Oh, my God, I love putting together bags. And then you drop them to Bunnings and the Bunnings staff love being part of it. They love the fact that they're part of this kindness piece. And then we've got our incredible volunteers. Now, we've got 6,500 of those around Australia. Without them, Share the Dignity wouldn't even exist because if you donate a bag in Broome or Bendigo or Brighton in Brisbane, those bags stay in that local area to help make Christmas a little bit brighter for every woman spending Christmas in a domestic violence shelter or experiencing homelessness. So, yeah, so we have now, as of today, just received and distributed 900,000 It's in the Bag donations. So next year it will be a million that we're going for. What would you do if you were confronted with a diagnosis that threatened your life? Would you continue to live as you are or would you make some big changes? That's what happened to me on the 6th of October in 2021. My life changed within a second, forever. This moment was a catalyst for me to look deep within and assess if I was living a life I loved. I wasn't. I was tolerating too much of it. And now I've made big changes and I want to empower you with the choice to do the same. My second book, You Always Have a Choice, is now available and I share nine powerful strategies to let go of overwhelm and the relentless juggle and implement changes so you can lead a life you love. Head to youalwayshaveachoice.com.au to grab your copy. That is just amazing. And you're right. It is like you said before, it's like that sisterhood type scenario where we're like, we don't want anyone to go without what we can so easily have access to. So once you get these donations, so it's your volunteers who go out and take them to the shelters and work with about three and a half thousand charities around Australia. So I think building that database of charities was probably that one of the hardest things of starting Share the Dignity because most charities don't normally get stuff for free from other people, right? Like in that we didn't want anything back from them. We just wanted to alleviate one small problem that the women had. There are (laughs) 74,000 other problems that we obviously don't try to fix, but we just stay in our lane and do what we do and um, help them look after the women that we're all trying to serve. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just fabulous. And there's some beautiful, beautiful stories on your website from some of the women that you've helped and how they make such a difference. So I really encourage people to go and have a look at that and to understand exactly the difference that you're making when you are donating to a charity like this. So, Rochelle, I said to you before, I find you incredibly inspiring and um, your life journey is truly 
remarkable, especially overcoming a cycle of domestic violence that you had in your past. And it really um, requires, you know, incredible courage and resilience and a robust mindset to make that decision to go. So can you share some insights into the inner strength that's guided you, not only in those challenges, but I can only imagine the, you know, at the start of Share the Dignity where you were knocking on doors and potentially getting no's and you might have experienced lots and lots and lots of no's, but just having that resilience to just keep on going. No doesn't really mean no, it just means ask a different way is what I say in the Share the Dignity world. Look, I was a little girl who was born into a family of violence. So violence was always an unwelcomed visitor in our home. So I don't know that I didn't know any different. I was very much either invisible or or pounded on as as a small child until I left home and then went into another relationship like that. So I just only knew what I only knew. I think I look back now as a 52-year-old and think, oh, oh my God, I wish I didn't have to go through that. But I do know that what that did is make me who I am today and makes Australians have 4.4 million packets of period products and 650 vending machines and no GST. So I wish for a world where people would fix the trauma in children so that they don't have repeated behaviours throughout their life. And, you know, I believe that I was probably a lucky one that I didn't end up addicted to drugs and alcohol and other substances, which then comes with such a shame that you can never, ever perpetually come out of, right? You know, I've been in some really dark places, but my God, I'm in a lightened world right now. And, and you know, that's all I can focus on is just being the best version of me today and even better tomorrow. And um, I probably am really fortunate that there's five girlfriends that I've had since I was at primary and secondary school, and they are my oh my God, they are my family, my light, my my loves that I've, we've all just grown up together and, you know, just spend time. I could never spend enough time in my life with them. Oh, that's so beautiful. And um, it is that support network that really makes such a difference in your life. Because you know, I've just recently been going through um, a cancer journey and it's through those traumatic times that you really understand how valuable your support network really is, and um, they're just there for you. You don't need to ask. They're just there. They just seem to know what to do. Feel it, right. You don't need anyone to do anything for you. You just feel it. You feel held and supported. Yes, with through a simple text or them coming around just unannounced. But, yeah, so that support network I think is an incredibly important point. Rochelle, you've created a movement now with thousands of volunteers, which you mentioned before, which is an absolute credit to your passion and ability to lead. Now, the demand gets greater, even though you're doing so much. So what do you need from our listeners? What can we do for Share the Dignity? I always say the most important thing anyone can do is to use their voice. So listen to this podcast, talk about it on your social media. Social media is a superpower, right? It allows us to convey a message to people that would otherwise not have known anything about it. So that is the most powerful thing you can do. Donate a packet of period products in March and August and start putting together a bag. 
volunteer your time if you want to. If you're having an event in your workplace and you're looking for a, a speaker, um, and that can create that ripple. Like we all have an ability to make change, whether it's little or big. We all control that. Absolutely. We've all got that ability to create that ripple effect of change within our own environment. So you think you're only doing a small thing, but you're actually doing a big thing. And of course, what you've done has culminated in, you know, being recognized as, you know, a finalist in the Australian of the Year. You know, that was just incredible, I think. But I have to ask you, what was it like (laughs) to receive that accolade? in recognition of everything that you've done? Uh, To be really honest, and I think the first award I got was at the um, Cosmopolitan Humanitarian of the Year, and that room was full of ex-Prime Ministers, Delta Goodrum, Emma from the Wiggles. It was next level, and to be honest, I was so embarrassed, so embarrassed that that was me, and I have really struggled with that over uh, over the last since I started because it's not about me. I may make these decisions or do stuff, but it's Mary in Bendigo who has, who's the legacy in that town who does the grunt work because without her, it wouldn't happen. And I absolutely now sit in a space where, uh, and I suffer severely from imposter syndrome and far out I've tried to work on it, but I find that the biggest struggle because for me, it's a team job, right? So if I'm standing there, I want every single one of those, all my, the rest of my team there with me. So I absolutely acknowledge that it's great to be recognised, but the job that I do is I'm one person surrounded by thousands now. Yes. And um, look, you know, I can't speak for everyone, but I would think if I was part of your team that I would feel incredibly proud that my leader has achieved the recognition that she did. So everyone listening, you've heard Rochelle and what you can do. You can donate to the collection points in March and August. If you can't and you're not ever going to get there and you want to set up and make a $10 donation or set up a $5 donation once a month to cover a period pack, I will tell you that in this um, drive that we've just finished, it's in the bag. We've now this morning, as of this morning, collected another 82,000 bags in this drive. But our charities requested, I don't even want to say this number, in excess of 180,000 bags. So we're never going to get what's needed out there. So we'll, with all every might of us, try to collect the money and put the bags together. So what we're saying, though, is start putting your bag together so next year we're not having a deficit as well. Yeah, 100%. But monetary donations are, are welcome as well. Absolutely, because we are, even Australia Day, we're planning Australia Day to be packing a 1,000 bags that will go out to remote Indigenous communities because we didn't get enough products to be able to send them something. And it shouldn't matter where you live. We should be supporting every woman and girl. 100%. Absolutely. And we'll share all the links on the show notes so that you can easily click on those and find out what to do, donate to the cause and to help Rochelle get the word out there and to make a difference. And so hopefully the charities can have all of their demands met. So Rochelle, thank you so much for being part of Leading You and for making the difference that you do in the world for so many women. Thank you so much. 